Welcome to the Home Service Contractor Blueprint by A2O Digital. Every episode will cover topics that impact all home service companies like marketing, sales tactics, operations, and more. Now, on to today's episode. My name is Tim Coleman, and I am your host. I am also the managing partner of A2O Digital, a full-service digital marketing agency working exclusively with home service businesses. In today's podcast, we will discuss how our agency helped the home service business triple their lead volume while cutting their cost per lead using Google Ads automated bidding strategies or machine learning. Our guests today are Ashley Bejko and Eleni Yerger, both members of the A2O Digital team. Ashley has been working in the digital marketing space since 2008 and Eleni since 2018. Both have spent a significant portion of their time on paid search and more specifically, Google ads. Ashley and Eleni, welcome. Thanks. So let me just get started by by just kind of level setting us all on on Google ads and and PPC. We're talking about PPC, right? Right. The ads at the top of a Google search results page. And as a a home service business, probably at this point, most of advertised on Google and seen these types of ads. And, and we're used to kind of understanding it's an auction and we can bid on a keyword. We can, if we're a plumber, we might want to show up when somebody types in plumbers near me and maybe we're willing to pay $50 uh, for a click when somebody, you know, types that in and sees our ad you know, that's what we meet. That's what we would refer to as manual bidding, right? And this is traditionally how Google has worked and, and we got used to it that way. And um, right, we're, we're going to bid on keywords. And, you know, this is kind of great. This gives us an idea where we're coming from. This is kind of refer to it again as manual bidding. We know today we want to talk a lot more about Google's machine learning strategy, their AI. Um, before we do that, though, so we, we need to define what we're really trying to get from Google, right? What we're going to, so let's start kind of with that. And that's conversions. We want folks to take some action, which is why we want to show our ads when it's on certain keywords, right? So so let's kind of start there. What is a conversion? What are some of the kinds of conversions that, that a business owner in the home service industry might want to get from Google? I think the most common one um, is definitely like a phone call. Um, most people in the home service industry, you want to call, you want to talk to somebody, kind of want to explain your problem that's going on with your home and, you know, schedule that appointment. But it also can be any other really type of lead. So if you have live chat on your website or contact forms, or if you have an online scheduler, that can be um, a conversion. Kind of lead and conversion are kind of uh, synonyms. So if you are trying to get in contact with your ideal customer and you want to get them on the schedule, that would be considered a conversion. Um, There are other ways that you can set up conversions and you can tell Google that you, um, and they're more top of funnel. So there are people that are earlier in the buying cycle. So this may be something like if you have a download on your website for a buying guide, um, those are other kinds of conversions you can have on your site or like an email sign up. you have that. Um, Once you kind of have all of these, 
conversion metrics and then we can feed them back into the ad account, that's when it opens the doors for these automated bidding strategies. So you, you really want to be mindful of like what conversions are important for your business and make sure that those conversions or leads are fed back into the ad account. Right. So, so most typically, again, it's going to be a phone call and that type of thing. Um, a contact form, a live chat, like you said, but there are other things you certainly want to be mindful of what you're trying to teach Google to do. So Google's not new to the machine learning space, right? Um, we're, it, it might be new to you. It's a little bit, we've been using it for a couple of years now, but um, their automated bidding strategies have actually existed for a long time, but historically there were limitations to who could use them, how they could be used and how successful they were. Can you guys just sort of explain a little bit about uh, Google's automated bidding journey? Yeah, so I think we're talking about it today makes it feel like maybe this is a brand new feature when in reality, like you said, Tim, it's existed for a long time. It's been, I think, over a decade. They've technically had some of the the functionality available. And the journey kind of goes from manual bidding, which we described earlier, where you're truly setting a bid per keyword at auction. There's enhanced CPC, which was kind of a bridge. I, I view it as a bridge between manual bidding and the machine learning strategies or automated bidding strategies because you were manually setting bids, but they were applying themselves a little bit of like changing of bids on the Google side of things. So it was kind of bridging the gap. And then there's full blown automated bidding strategies where you are not in the traditional sense um, as the advertiser setting any bids for any keywords at any auction. You're giving Google essentially instructions about what you ultimately want them to accomplish. And then they're deciding at the time of auction what they want to do um, or what, what they want your bid to be, essentially, how competitive they want you to be. So that's kind of how it's evolved, like moving from manual to machine. Um, the uh, the information that's available to a machine learning or automated bidding strategy advertiser is largely placed behind the scenes and not visible to a manual Right. So if you're a manual bidder, you can see some demographic data about the advertise or about the uh, the searcher. You can see things like maybe what age bracket they fall into. You might be able to see some high level data about um, income. You may be able to see um, male or female. Um, there's some high level stuff you can see. But the machine behind the scenes knows a lot about everyone that's on Google, more than we really want Google to know about us. But the reality is they know everything about us. They know um, if we've recently been married, if we moved, if we like sports, if we're into cars, we like home and gardening, like um, do we frequently purchase certain things? Have we been searching for certain things recently? Like they know just everything about us. So when you use the machine learning strategies, you're able to leverage both what you can see manually, but all the stuff that the machine knows about you behind the scenes and so you're truly at a disadvantage as a manual bidder in some instances compared to a like automated bidder because at in real time at time of auction Google can see all this information about you. Now, the machines know a lot about us for a long time, but I think what's changed over time is how well Google's using or leveraging that data as the machine and then what type of result they're pumping out. So, if you're someone that tested some of these strategies, these automated strategies five, six, seven years ago, and you were disappointed by the results, like we saw the same thing. Um, 
the results it was producing several years ago were, were honestly, from our experience, kind of garbage. It was like, this isn't good. In fact, we're getting worse results than we can get manually. Manually, we have control over what's going on. Like, why would we sacrifice this control, give it to the machine for it to spit out results that aren't as good? But what we've seen over the last two or three years is that all this information that Google's had for a long time is being leveraged really well and producing results in many cases that are better than what, than what we can produce as um, a manual bidder or someone using a manual strategy. And so I think that's where a lot of the evolution has come and is how well Google's able to use the information that they've had for a really long time in order to produce results. Um, so that's a little bit about kind of like the evolution. The other thing is, is that it didn't used to be available to smaller advertisers. So we've worked traditionally with medium, small size home service businesses. And I remember reading about these automated strategies about 10 years ago and saying, oh, these sound very cool. I want to test these, you know, what's going to happen with these. But then reading at the end of that description, you need to have a minimum of a thousand conversions a month in order to test the strategy. And frame of reference, most small businesses maybe have a couple hundred conversions a month in paid search. And that's a lot for them, right? So to get to a thousand a month was, wasn't possible for most people. And um, Google really needed at that time, more data to even produce results that were remotely positive with the machine. What we've seen there as far as evolution is they're now recommending that you have a minimum of 15 conversions a month in order to access these machine learning strategies and to leverage them to the best of like, or for them to leverage it to the best of their ability. So the volume of data or the size of business that you need to have in order to use these machine learning strategies has it's really basically available to almost everybody right almost everybody can choose to leverage these strategies which is really exciting because a large large volume of businesses out there in the world are of these smaller sizes so it's really just making it accessible to almost everybody so so if you're a local business you jumped into the water seven or eight years ago the water was probably pretty cold because you just you just weren't giving google <laughs> enough data um, the water's warmed up a little bit, so so come on in and and test it now, right? So so let's let's talk about a little bit. So we, we define manual bidding as kind of you, you know you wanted to show for plumbers near me, and you told Google you're willing to pay fifty dollars for that click. Now we're kind of saying Google, you decide how much to pay. I want conversions. I want folks to call me. You tell me how much I have to pay to get somebody to call me. That sounds like, you know, giving the key to the castle to, um, you know, the wrong person, right? Like, how how do we trust Google? It seems like, like these automated strategies require some confidence we have in Google to help us achieve our goals. How, how do we find that trust? So... Um we're probably some of the biggest critics of Google. We also question if we should trust them, yeah. which is why it's super important to always audit your results. Always make sure that you're mindful of like what the quality is coming out of your account. So if you have this conversion tracking set up and you're able to see your phone calls and listen to those calls, audit your contact forms, see what the quality is that's coming through these leads and make sure that they're driving the good results. Because the other piece of this is if you, Google does best when the data is good. So whatever data that you're feeding into Google, it's going to produce out results based on what you give it. So on the other side of this, so if you give them bad data, 
they're going to give you bad results. So you want to make sure that you're always staying on top of things and you're really like auditing Google, you know, I think you trust them to do it, but don't trust them to set it and forget it and walk away from it. You need to have somebody in there watching it and managing it. Yeah. You have to remember with the machine, like it really is a machine. It doesn't have feelings and it doesn't. So like, one of the strategies for uh, automated bidding strategies, and we'll talk about more more about the, the different options in a, in a future podcast, but one of it is basically you tell Google, get as many conversions as you can with my budget. So Google looks at that and says, okay, I'm gonna get as many conversions as I can with this budget. That doesn't necessarily mean that they are thinking about the quality of those conversions. So they may get you 100 conversions, you used to have 50, great. They've done their job. They said, we got as many conversions as we could with that budget. We got more than we were getting before. Like the machine says, like, check, we did our job, right? Where we don't necessarily trust Google or where I think no one really should is what Alini said. Are those hundred conversions of quality? Did they result in revenue? Did I, you know, were they calling for services that I provide or that I'm attempting to target? That's where I think it can get a little blurry and you have to not trust the machine. So you do have to hand over some amount of trust. You have to turn it on. You have to start testing. You have to start evaluating. But that evaluate piece is the most important thing, I think, is just because it says it went from 50 to 100 doesn't mean it went from 50 conversions to 100 conversions of the kind that I want or of the kind that produce revenue for my business. That's where you want to make sure that you get involved and remember that the machine doesn't have feelings. So it's not looking at those and saying, oh, I feel really good about these and really bad about those. It says, you told me to get more. I got more. And so I think that's where you really have to to kind of get involved with the with the machine. And 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 nothing's changed there. We've always had to audit and assess results at periodic levels. There's there's no difference here. We have to audit and assess to make sure. Uh, it does help to have some results from a manual campaign to compare, obviously. Uh, but auditing and assessing is is the way you're going to have confidence. I think in any any lead source. So. Um, can you give us a taste of what results we've kind of seen using an automated bidding strategy? Sure. Um, so in um, one of the early accounts that we really tested um, an automated bidding strategy in, it's a large metro area, um, extremely competitive, which makes it really expensive. Cost per clicks are really high. Um, it was really hard to kind of play the game with manual bidding. Um, and on top of that, they were limited by budget, which kind of made sense because it's a really huge metro area. It's really easy to, in situations like that, for spend to get out of control. Um, over the course of a few months, we rolled out conversion tracking. So we were able to get that lead information that's been flowing out of Google. We're now flowing that back into Google. So we can tell... Um, exactly which keywords are driving conversions. Um, and then we turned on a, an automated bidding strategy. Um, within the first few months, we saw um, conversions triple and it reduced cost per conversions by 60%. So that means that for the same amount of money that we were spending, we're getting three times as many conversions, three times as many leads, um, but they're costing us a lot less. So that's the exciting results is when, you know, the goal is to get as many, many leads as possible. And we're able to, you know, deliver on that. 
I think the fun thing to highlight there too is it wasn't like Lee's tripled from one to three, right? Which is tripling, but not as exciting. Like Lee's tripled from like a hundred to three hundred, right? So like approximately, let's give or take, and like cost cut from like three hundred to one hundred. So like real numbers, not like even though you know percentages can be deceiving, but you're really seeing like huge increases in the volume of leads and really significant decreases in that cost per lead. So both were a huge win. When, when you guys look at our customer base now, what percentage of the lead, what percentage of our customers rather are, are using approximately a machine learning strategy or an automated bidding strategy versus manual? We're, I think we're approaching like 75% are using some, some degree of machine learning, even if they're not implementing it into every single campaign for a variety of reasons. We also tend to treat like branded terms versus uh, more generic terms like plumber versus, you know, ABC plumbing differently. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. but to some degree, about 75% of the businesses are using some version of a automated bidding or machine learning strategy in their Google ads account. And I think um, one of the biggest hurdles to getting there too, was that trust component that you, you mentioned earlier, Tim, you mm -hmm. know, handing over that control, giving it to the machine just feels uncomfortable. They've seen costs for their own businesses rise over time in, in advertising for Google ads. And so it's like, should I hand over, should I hand over this control? And really it's, it's been results that have helped make the conversations easier. So mm -hmm. You know, if you're not doing it, I think we would advise at least talk about it with your marketing representative, at least have a conversation. Is it a fit for your business? If it is, why? There's a variety of strategies you can try, which, as you said, we'll talk more about in another podcast. But like if, if it is a fit, which strategy is the best fit? Mm -hmm. How should we mm -hmm. be managing our budgets? Um, what conversions should we be tracking? Eleni mentioned earlier, like top of funnel versus bottom of funnel. The machine tends to do better when you tell it to go after conversions that are bottom of funnel. So really close to the actual purchase, because you're essentially allowing Google to hone in on your ideal customer, right? So if you hone in on those conversions that are close to the bottom of the funnel, either at purchase or right before purchase, that's what your target customer looks like. That's the kind of person you want more of. And so that's the kind of conversion you want to define for Google and then give them the instructions of get more of these, right? So, um, but we would definitely recommend if you haven't had the conversation, at least start with the conversation. Sometimes it takes some time to get acclimated to the idea of giving this control over to the machine, to understanding how this process works. It's a little more complicated than I pick a keyword, I pick a number for my bid. That's what Google has, that's what they can use. Great, the machine, it's a little more like fuzzy as to what's happening, mm -hmm. but start the conversation and definitely encourage testing. And also I would say, don't be discouraged if your initial round of testing doesn't give you the types of results that you're hoping for. Sometimes it takes a lot of adjusting to a variety of factors within that strategy to get your optimal results. And so just stick with it for a little while before you abandon it. There is nothing worse than have when we work with a customer and they turn on one of these strategies and we're very excited because we think it can produce great results. And then three days in, they get nervous and turn it off. The machine hasn't even had time to learn what's, you know, what's happening mm -hmm. and what it should be producing. So you also want to think with this type of an approach that I have to allow some time, at least a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months before I say this is working or this is not working. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And, 
and it doesn't have to be an either or thing, right? You can test it in some campaigns and not others kind of dip your toe in the water, right? Absolutely. And we kind of encourage that because if it's an all or nothing and knock on wood, if something went bad, then like, let's not have it impact everything. Let's have it siloed mm-hmm. to whatever we're you know, testing on. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that has, that has helped us, um, the fact that it doesn't have to be an all or nothing strategy and we can kind of walk into uh, some automated strategies rather than like, you know, diving in the deep end. Yeah. I think one more thing to highlight, which is just helpful to know as a person advertising with Google, Google has not announced anywhere that they're going to take away like manual bidding strategies. Definitely never. I've never seen that published or anything like that. But what I do know is every time our agency works with Google, has a conversation with Google, their focus is migrating people over to these automated bidding strategies. And again, like they've never said that they're taking away manual bidding, but I I think what I always question in my brain is the writing on the, is the writing on the wall for manual bidding at some point in time being pulled from like the list of strategies that you can utilize. And maybe it will happen, maybe it won't, but you want to at least have an idea of how these strategies work so that if you get to the point where you can't use manual bidding, um, you kind of have an idea of what's available, you know, how you would structure it for your business. What would, you know, what maybe legwork do you need to do to get these conversions trackable? Just tracking phone calls, just because you, you know, say I want to track phone calls doesn't work. There's there's a process for making sure that you can track your phone calls if you're not doing that already and, and count it as a conversion. And same thing with if you're using live chat or contact forms, like there's a process to put that in place. So you want to at least start Kind of thinking in that direction, I think, as a business that's you know savvy and looking forward at least a little bit, even if your best results still come from the manual bidding strategies, you really want to understand um, what else is out there because I would personally not be shocked if at some point in time in the future they said, you know, we're sunsetting manual bidding on this date. Again, not saying that it's happening, not saying that it's been published, but we just we it feels like the writing's on the wall to a certain degree. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Eleni, Ashley, thank you. That was insightful. A lot of information about automating bidding strategies with Google and as a business owner starting to think about that. Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate you guys spending some time to, to listen to this podcast. Um, Ashley and Eleni alluded to different types of strategies in automated bidding, we're going to take a deeper dive into that in, in our next podcast. And I will continue with water-based analogies, I guess, as well, since I've used so many here today. And um, we'll, we'll hopefully see you there. Thanks and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Home Service Contractor Blueprint. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can stay up to date on home service trends.